Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Well, I am super excited today because we have a fascinating guest with us. We have with us Tanya Brown. She is a psychic clairvoyant business coach, and I'm super excited to talk to her because I think this is so interesting. As all of you know, I also, I'm an intuitive and I do channeling work with people when they book sessions with me, but the fact that she's taken this and directed this towards business people is awesome because I feel like so many more people need to be using intuition and channeling for business. It's such a great idea. So I want to welcome you so much, Tanya. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here too. I really am fascinated by what you do. So um, I just want to get started really quickly by asking you to really tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do do. Sure. Um, I'm a psychic clairvoyant and intuitive business coach, and I focus on what I see happening in people's businesses. You know, whether you're just starting out and you need a little more encouragement, I will share what I see for you down the road. Um, it's, it's funny. It's like one of these things that I remembered way back when, I didn't realize that I had a gift. I thought all this stuff was coincidence, you know, knowing things I couldn't possibly know. And it took me years to remember as a child, I was like eight years old in my little twin bed, feeling a presence in the room. But you know, when you're in that half awake, half asleep zone. And when I open, and I, as I started to get panicky, I heard, it's okay, I'm your grandmother. And when I opened my eyes, I noticed two things. One, nobody was there. And the other, the words were said in my head. They weren't said aloud. As a child, I just took that and thought, shrugged and went downstairs to have somebody make me breakfast. I never thought of it again. And every time I, as I grew up, I got spiritually inclined. I'm Catholic, but I was, I love tarot and all that other stuff. And every psychic I went to said, the spirit of your grandmother is watching over you. And I thought it was a script. I thought that was part of their spiel that if you go to a psychic, they're going to say the spirit. Of... And it wasn't until I actually came out and realized that, you know, not everybody has dreams that come true, you know, or knows things that they shouldn't possibly know, you know, that I started to explore it. I realized I actually had a gift. That's really crazy. Um, I, in the same way, I had the same experience as a child. I had an imaginary friend. And now like growing up, I know that it was probably one of my guides, but I didn't know what it was. And my parents were just like, yeah, you have an imaginary friend. And it wasn't until years later, like a couple of years ago that I went through my spiritual transformation and started opening up to my gifts that I realized, oh yeah, that's what that was. It's interesting how that works out. I had a situation where I don't know, you're probably familiar with Brian Weiss. I, a friend of mine uh, gave me his book, Many Lives, Many Masters, at, which is amazing. And that just opened the door for me. And I went to a New York uh, event that he was doing and I had no idea of or desire to have the past life regression. I just assumed I can't meditate to save my life. This is not gonna work for me, but he's a great author. I'm gonna enjoy his you know, conversation. And he even says when you're there, you know, not everybody's gonna have one. You know, a wife will grab her, grab her husband and the husband will have one, but she won't have one. So I had no expectations. And it went, I had three regressions. And at one point he wanted to do tychometry. 
and he, you know, asked us to take, just take an object, give it to a stranger in the room and read the object. And this woman appeared out of nowhere and gave me her, her, um, her necklace. And I don't even remember what I gave her. I probably gave her my wallet. I didn't even, you know, think too hardly on it. And the minute she gave me her necklace, I heard her mother, like the, the voice saying her mother. And I'm such a cynic. I was like, of course it's her mother. It's a woman. She gave me a necklace. Common sense would be it's her mother. And then all of a sudden I saw in my head her as a child on the beach walking her dog. Just met this woman. How would I know if she, what she looked like as a child or even know that's her dog? And I'm sitting there in my head going, okay, I'm totally projecting this. You know, I love dogs, but not that dog. You know, I like little lap dogs. And the dog in my image came up to me and licked my face and said, I'm real. And when the lights went on and he was like, okay, give the item back and just share what you got. And I was just like, what do I have to lose? I just threw everything at the wall and everything I said, she just started to crumble and start to cry. And she was like, that was my mother's necklace. My mother died. You know, she's been gone for five years. And she did not leave my side through the entire duration of this event because she was hoping I was going to get give her more information. And, I, and I'm sitting there thinking, or like, what is this? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is really interesting. I find that a lot too. Like when I'm working with clients, you know, I don't always channel with their, with their loved ones unless they ask about a specific person. Like every mm -hmm. once in a while, someone will come through just on their own, but usually someone has to ask because I'm not like that. And I'm more focused on how can they improve their lives or mm -hmm. their health. So those are the things that I hit on people is, you know, their energetic field and what's going on with their bodies. And mm -hmm. we were talking earlier before this podcast, and you had mentioned that you had a client that you were able to pick up on that she was having a panic attack and you didn't know what a panic attack was like because I don't think you'd ever had one. And I, the same thing happens to me when I work with clients with Reiki, I will, I don't like spirit doesn't say this person has Crohn's disease. Instead, I get all of the symptoms. I'm like, Oh, my stomach hurts and I'm having all <laughs> issues. And the person will say, yeah, that's because I have this. And to me, I'm always like, why didn't you just tell me they had Crohn's disease? And I think it's because for me, getting the symptoms of that mm -hmm. is um, a much more powerful, Yeah, you know, yes, this is great getting this because here I'm getting all of this. I could have just said you had Crohn's disease, but spirit didn't give that. Spirit gave me every symptom you had. So I think that's the interesting and funny way that spirit works sometimes. Well, you know, it's funny. So, uh, a friend of mine who's a medium um, had said a similar thing to me. She goes, they give it to you the way they want to give it to you, not the way you ask for it, you know? And I was in um, Bath, London, um, which was gorgeous. And I was look, looking at the pillars and the columns and just kind of focusing on that period of time. And all of a sudden I touched the pillar and I got a hit. And I got an image of this woman in this tapestry. And she started to tell me something. And I'm thinking, okay, I had one glass of wine at lunch. <laughs> so maybe I'm projecting this. And I said, if, you're, if you are who you say you are, tell me what my friend's mother's first name is. Sure, she told me. I don't remember. And she gave me a name. And we get back on the tour bus to go back to London. And out of nowhere, I'm like, is your mother's name Enid or whatever? And she was just like, with this? No, but that's my aunt's name. And it was just like, they give it to you the way they want to give it to you, not the way you ask for it. Yeah, 
That is so true. You're so right with that. And I know that um, there's a lot of people too, we talked about this too, where people will come to you and they want you to tell them something specifically, like this is what I want to hear. But I don't know if you're like me, I'm not gonna tell people just what they wanna hear. I give it to you the way I get it and the way what I think you need to hear. And I know a lot of people don't like that because they just want you to, you know, fan their ego and just say, everything's going to work out exactly the way you want it to. And that is not life at all. Life is messy. It's not the way you want it to, you know? So I will not tell people like, tell you what you want to hear. Like if you come to me, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear to help you, you know, learn and grow and heal the most. Yes. And I, I know that you, you said the same thing, but that's how you are as well. Yeah, it's true. It's like, yeah, you, I, you want to give everybody amazing information, but honest information, you know, and that's all you can do. You know, I know there's so many people who are like, they want to know every single step, like every chapter, every paragraph. And I'm like, I could try to read you all day long. They're never going to give me every single thing because you need to live your life, but they will tell you what you need to know. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, there's no book that says on Friday, you know, do this and all this stuff's going to happen. So I know. I think that's the interesting thing too, because you say they give you one step at a time. And I always tell my, my audience, my listeners that even when I do like free card readings on Facebook lives for them. And I will say that I'll say, you know, the universe will only illuminate usually one or two steps at a time for you, because if you could see the big picture, you would miss out on a lot of the learning experiences you have to have, or you'd see it and go, oh my gosh, there's no way I can do all of that. Like when I started in my business, mm-hmm. I started with podcasting and then I started adding things to my business like Reiki and then doing past life regressions and doing readings. And if I saw the big picture of like, this is what your business is going to be, I would have been so overwhelmed that I would have just quit. I would have been like, what? There's no way that I'm going to do all of these things. Well, it, you know, it's, it's so true. It's just, life is filled with, there's so many movies that said about life is filled with moments. And that's the thing. It's all about those moments. And if you had the highlight reel and focused only on that, you'd miss all these amazing moments that will get you to that highlight reel. And at the end of the day, it's just, everything you're doing is going to evolve. Like as you were talking, your business is going to look nothing like it looks now in five years. And that's just your progression. That's just your growth. You know, you've got a, you've got a couple of things happening uh, going forward. Like I'm literally getting like, there's going to be some kind of, um, there's a book, but there's also um, a course that you're going to be putting together, an online course. Yeah, I'm actually, well, I just, my book came out in January, actually, but I've been told by others too, that I'm writing more books, but that's um, not it. That's not it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's, there's more. There's okay. more. Yeah. And I'm currently, I just finished writing a course too for, for kids um, to help them with socio-emotional learning uh, because of all, everything. I'm a teacher as well. And so with this pandemic going on, um, I created a course for them called, um, it's called Mindfulness Matters. And it's all about, you know, it's mindful activities, but also lesson plans that teachers could teach or that parents could do with their kids at home 
And I just finished that. And so now I'm in that stage of like, okay, what next? <laughs> like, how do I get this out there to the masses? So that's going to I love that. I really love that. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we so desperately need, especially right now with all of this. I feel like you were really guided to do that book. Um, you know, I just knew working with kids and being a teacher, I've just seen over the years the behaviors in that and the students just getting worse and worse. And it's not that kids are bad and they've gotten worse. That's not it at all. Kids are kids. Yeah. yeah. It's that we're not teaching them what we used to teach them and they don't have the tools they need to really deal with everything going on in society because they're seeing so much more now at a faster rate and learning at a faster rate. and they don't have the socio-emotional tools. So we're seeing at higher and higher rates, kids having anxiety, high yeah. anxiety, and not being able to deal with life in general. And it's not just, you know, kids who come from poor homes or, you know, broken homes. It's not that. It is kids in general don't know how to deal with that. And I think it's because they just... We don't sit at the table anymore sometimes and have conversations because we're running from here to there. It's to quick. Yes. And I think that those are the conversations that we need to have. So since if they're not getting it at home, they need to get it somewhere. So I feel like, you know, school is the next best option, but um, I think it's just really needed. It really is. I think that's great. And I think that's amazing because it's just, we, we are in such a society that everything's so quick. You know, everybody wants everything now. Nobody takes the time to like do things, sit down, slow down, you know? And I could not imagine being a child in this era, this time, you know, because just everything, you know, social media, you know, all that stuff factoring into your growth process. You know, it's hard enough growing up, you know, just from the inside out, the things that go on in your head, you know, the, as a, child or you know dealing with all your friends and the anxiety and trying to get your self-confidence up but then having all these other things hitting you at the same time it's just oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah it's overwhelming it really truly is and um you know gosh there's so many kids i think now coming through too who are um who have abilities who have gifts and they that in itself is overwhelming too. I know like with my, yeah. my children are both very like sensitive and very prone to panic attacks and different things and anxiety going on. So I really had, you know, them in mind and then mm -hmm. my students in mind when I put this together because I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, like I as a parent didn't do a good enough job with my own children because we were constantly on the go. And mm -hmm. so I just, I'm like, oh, that's something we need. <laughs> Oh my God. Now, it, don't be, there's going to be some workshops down the road for you. Definitely some workshops down the road. About yeah. teaching or taking? No, no, no. That you'll be teaching workshops. Yeah. Awesome. I love doing that. Yeah. So. <laughs> interesting. But no, it's, it's interesting just in this day and age, just everything. I mean, even just the childhood stuff. I mean, I look back on some of the things that I participated in in school that doesn't exist, you know? And like, I had a speech impediment 
And I didn't think I had a speech impediment until the teacher pointed it out. And within a short period of time, all of a sudden, I'm in an after school program to teach me where to place my tongue so I'm not having a lisp. You know, so it just amazes me the things that were done before that you don't see that happening so much. But I think that's from a different level when it comes to the money going into the school system, you oh, know, yeah, which sure. is a major issue. But no, I, I, I'm glad I'm not a child growing up. No. <laughs> I know there's just so many things because, you know, even with social media, it's like they are having to learn at a much younger age than we did. I mean, can you imagine we would go out and play the stupid things you did that if it were captured on social media and put on it, <laughs> like, thank goodness, nobody sees the things I did when I was younger. Yes. Oh my God. We, we got to be dumb with no one watching. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was in private that we did stupid yeah. things. Yeah. No nobody one has a video. Challenge or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, and I, I watch what my daughter watches on YouTube sometimes. I was like, really? Really? And those people are making like millions of dollars to do that. You know, and it's like, oh, I'm sitting here often. What? Let's fair about that. I know. Oh, I know. It's just, it's funny. It truly is funny. But I have to say, I do appreciate the silly shows that take you away from wherever, when you're having like a really, bad day but when you have a really overwhelming day that you've gotten so much done it's great to turn on one of those silly shows like a housewife show and just focus on something silly like her outfit <laughs> well it makes you feel better about yourself doesn't it because you look at it and you're like oh, whatever I am in my life I'm not that so I'm doing okay I'm, I'm all right yeah. I'm not that train yeah. so I'm doing yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah we're not day drinking over here <laughs> right <laughs> drink at nine o'clock in the morning I'm doing something right I don't know <laughs> it's the little things in life truly <laughs> sometimes it's I woke up out of bed and you know I'm here what more do you want but <laughs> I think that's the funny thing about or one of the funny things about what we're the situation we're in right now because it's the major milestones for certain people it's like you get dressed you get showered you did your hair. It's a good day. <laughs> now I'm laughing so hard. I mean, it's funny and it's not funny at the same time, but all of the posts with people are like, okay, it's back to school shopping. So does any place mm. have pajamas on sale? <laughs> 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 are gonna be like, you have to laugh about it because this is just the most interesting time. I can't even um, ever imagine any other time when schools were closed like this. At least for longer than a week or two because yeah. of a snowstorm, maybe, but you know, not, nothing like this. And you have to keep, I think, a sense of humor about it all. Um, but you, you know, this is the thing too, we're, since we're able to be working from home, a lot of us, that's allowed many of us to be able to really work on our business. I know I did. I've used mm -hmm. this time being home and you know, I, I set up before I was doing my business and my office was the corner couch of my living room. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to invest in an office space, even if it's the corner of my bedroom now, but I'm going to make it a, you know, a, a regular office where I can be separated. And so I decided to invest cool. more in myself and in my business. And I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people have too. So is there any advice you could give for people who like are really looking to grow their business 
right now? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I love to do a check-in throughout the year to see what's doing the best in your business right now. Whatever it is, you know, where are you getting the bulk of your clients? And then where are you putting it the least amount of energy in and getting clients? Like just look at it as a whole and then put more energy into the thing that is giving you the clients. And then look at other areas that you can put your energy into and just explore. Especially when you look at, and I love to map it out and just look at the numbers. You know, and I remember one year looking at it and I, I was getting income from an area that I was just like, wow, that actually was working. I was doing that for fun but that actually brought in leads. Who knew? So silly things actually can work out. You know, I had uh, so many people who just, I don't know, with Facebook ads, they'll put the majority of their money into Facebook ads, but then they have no idea what exactly is being done with the ads or how to determine if the ads are working, but that's hundreds of dollars down the drain, you know, later. So it's just about figuring out what works for you and just putting your energy into that but then also looking at other areas that you can explore that can be in uh, income generating areas for your business i love that too and i love that you brought up the whole facebook ads things because i think it really brings out a good point which is something i'm very guilty of doing myself and was mm -hmm. very guilty of doing in the beginning of my business which is focusing all of your energy in the wrong place um and i feel like there's so many there's so many little free tutorial sites for if you're starting your business, but they just really scratch the surface and really you're just yeah. going to spin your wheels getting nothing accomplished when you go with those little, you know, free courses. They can be great for like little things here and there, but you're never yeah. going to crack the code by taking exactly. those little courses. Um, so I love that you really work with people in a very detailed way because I've, I'm guilty of that. You know, I even hired somebody to write ad copy for a Facebook ad and she did all this work and then just like quit halfway through. Like I never heard from her and never got the ad even out. And I'm like, oh my goodness, oh, that was a waste of my time and money. So it's, you run into those kinds of things when you do a business. And so it's great to have somebody who's intuitive and who can tap in because you know that it's coming from source and you know, this is divine telling you this is the way to go. This is what we want you to do. Yeah. Whereas when you're working with someone, sometimes I feel like in those other courses, like I had, I took a course one time with a, a person and I did not at all like her energy. And I didn't, I, I did not line up with it at all. And I ended up dropping the course halfway through and getting a refund because I'm like, I don't like the way mm. you do things. Um, and she, she was taught, I did learn. But it was like, you go on there and you do this live and then she'd post on your post like all the things that you needed to do better. And I'm like, you should have done that in a private thing. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, it's like, that's not cool. So there were things that I didn't like about that. And I feel mm -hmm. like um, you have to, just like with anything, with yeah. counseling, you have to align with someone whose energy you mesh with. And Agreed. just in talking to you, I feel such good, positive energy from you. Well, thank um, you. And I usually pick up on that right away, which is why I quit that course halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> and she was all about energy in your business and all of those kinds of things. But it was like, I don't really, I'm you, not 
aligning with it for some reason. So. It's funny when just because somebody's spiritually based doesn't necessarily mean that they're like the happy-go-lucky person. So it's funny when you meet somebody who you know has that label, and you're like, "Ooh, it's a little dark right now." <laughs> I know. I, I have seen that too in tarot card readers too, because mm. I watch a lot of tarot card readers on YouTube just because I enjoy watching it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there are some that I will watch, and immediately it's like, "Your readings are so negative, like all the time." And I just have to wonder if they aren't pulling from their own energy into that, because you get what you put in yeah so if your energy is constantly dark yeah dark and cloudy and everything that's what your reading is going to look like yeah. or to me there are also people who are out there who can have bad news they have to give you and they do it in a way that you're like I didn't mind getting that bad news because it was this is how <laughs> it's going to help you like even though it was said with love bad coming in you can spin it you can turn it you can make it a positive you can do this you can learn from it and yeah, there are yeah. people who have that energy and then there are just people who make you feel like it's same thing in teaching you know there are those teachers we all can relate to yeah. that you're like yeah. why are you a teacher you don't even like children it's obvious exactly well you know it's funny it's like one of the things that i've noticed in, during this time or in the last couple of years people get hooked on somebody else's idea of a business you know i'm on i'm on the internet oh my god i see you and you're killing it you're killing it. And I could do that. I don't know what you're doing, but I could do that. And then I start a business based on what I see you doing. And all of a sudden I'm hating what I'm doing and I'm not making the money she's making. And it's like, you're not even happy. Why are you, why are you doing something for the wrong reasons? Like I love talking to, um, I talk to my clients a lot about focusing on their why. Your why has to be so important to you that you could be doing this until the hours of the night. You know, I love what I do and I do it a lot and it doesn't bother me because it doesn't feel like work, you know? So, but that's my why. I love helping people. If you're gonna do something just for money, it's not gonna get you far. Money's great and it's amazing, but it's not motivating to get you out of bed every morning to do something that you don't want to do, you know, but so many people focus on doing something that they're not aligned with because they see somebody else doing it and they like the results that person's getting. So I'm going to just copy them. You know? yeah. And I think a lot of people also stay stuck where they are and they don't move out of a dead end job or career where they just feel like, I mean, I've had both. I had a career where, you know, I was in the finance world and that job felt like I worked there for 10 years and it was only a year. I hated every moment of it. I did not like it. <laughs> and then I went into teaching and I, I turned around. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've been here. This is my 14th year already. That's crazy. It does not feel that way at all. Um, mm -hmm. But it's starting for me to feel, I feel things shifting because for me, teaching now in the public school system is starting to feel like Oh, I don't know if I'm aligned with that anymore. And I think so so many people are afraid because like for me, I, I totally get the fear of the unknown and change because I, you know, I'm still clinging on to it. Like, well, I need to do this for money. And there's the retirement and then there's this, you know, so you have all of those things that kind of really keep you where you are yeah. instead of taking the risk. So I totally understand that. But 
I can't explain how amazing it feels to not hate your job every day. And I'm the same way with like you, like doing the coaching and everything that I do. Love it. I absolutely love doing it. It's, it just flies by whenever I'm doing that. I know. I love the fact that I never know what I'm going to get. It's like, it's like going to a movie and I'm like, okay, what's the plan? (laughs) So right. That is so true. And you, like doing the work we do, you meet just a variety of people. Oh yeah. Our situations are all different. And it's, um, I learn just as much from my clients as they do from me sometimes, because, you know, I realize when I'm working with clients, like, oh, you know what? I went through that too. And mm-hmm. this is what I learned from it too. So it's a really uh, fulfilling job, I think. I don't even want to call it a job. It's a fulfilling calling. Let's call it that, calling. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Do you find that when you're working with clients, that spirit will give you context? They'll bring up something you did it, yes. or to give you context? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always saying to my clients, I'm going to tell you this story about my mom because spirit is bringing it up. So I know this must have something to do with what you're going through. Mm. It always happens that way. Or I'll get a song. They'll say, the spirit's bringing up this song from the 80s, which I have not heard in 20 years or whatever. It's probably <laughs> longer than that now, right? I always think the 80s were 20 years ago. It's much longer than that. But mm-hmm. you know, they'll bring up a song and I'll be like, look at the lyrics to this song. I'm getting the song for a reason. And the mm-hmm. person will say, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes total sense because this totally describes the situations. <laughs> it's really cool how they can do that. I remember one of my first... Uh, earliest readings phantom of the opera came up in the reading and it's like i love musicals that one is one that i don't like <laughs> so i was kind of like what and she's like well how did you know how did you know about phantom of the opera i'm like i didn't they did <laughs> i didn't bring that up <laughs> yeah it's not my show <laughs> they have to talk about hamilton or something better than that i know right oh, god funny the way i i know that everyone works differently but i do feel like spirit will give you signs that relate to something that you're familiar with so that you can relate it to your client and i know some people use symbols and they'll say well when i see a white rose it means this i don't necessarily get that but i do definitely have stories from my own life that get brought up to use Mm -hmm. as an example or I'll say, yeah, I was just doing this just five minutes ago. And now I know why I was doing this. Spirit wanted me to, so I could bring it up to you to relay it back to your story. So it's really, really cool the way that spirit does that. It really is. It's funny. I don't have symbols because I, I have a lot of friends who are psychic and they'll have symbols and say, oh, this means this. For-. I don't get that. I do, I do have a visual of if somebody's in a re- relationship or something, they'll show me a certain image, but that's the extent of it. They're not good with just when doing readings. Sometimes they're not good with being clear on the person's sexuality to me. They'll show me like coloring, hair, but not the sex. And in one instance, I was trying, I was doing a reading for this guy and I kept seeing the who he was going to connect with, but I didn't see if it was a male or female or whatever. And I kept asking him, they kept telling, uh, showing me Johnny Versace. And that was after the Versace movie was on. And I was like, okay, that was a good movie, but kept showing me that. And at some point in the conversation, he said his partner, and I was like, okay, you're gay. All right, because they keep showing me Gianni Versace. 
And he goes, yeah, that was a good movie, right? I'm like, yeah, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, they wouldn't come out and say that. Those are simple. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay. I know. Sometimes I feel like it's almost like a guessing game for us to, to understand that what you're getting is really real and you're not making it up and you're not just blurting out things. But there, you know, there are times when I've had clients where I didn't want to say something I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say this to this person because it's very personal. I don't mm -hmm. want to say it, but I'm like, okay, I have to, because they're not letting it go. So I say it, you know, like it could be even infidelity. We were talking about that earlier mm -hmm. on the part of a partner. And I don't want to say like, yeah. uh, yes, but then the person would be like, well, I was suspecting. And I thought, you know, like, okay, well, I guess I was supposed mm -hmm. to say that, <laughs> but we get, I think even as readers, I think sometimes we get caught in our own egos as well of, do I say that? Is that really me? Or is that spirit? And I know for me at first, that was a big issue. Well, you know, it's funny. That's one of the reasons why I love working with people I don't know, because I can't project anything on you. I don't know you. There's nothing to project. So if I get something, I'm a hundred percent vested that, okay, well, I got that for a reason. Because I don't know you from Adam, so here we go. You know, that gives me confidence to just go through. I know some people, um, you know, will say like, oh, well, did you look up information? You know, here's the thing. Like, I'm so busy. I don't research clients. <laughs> the only thing I know about my clients usually, unless they're a repeat client, is your name. And sometimes I'm even like right before we're meeting going, wait, what was that person's name again? Because, you know, I, I don't want to like... I don't want to know anything other than what I know when we get there, because I feel like that's how I do my best work is when I just allow spirit to just, and even in my coaching, you know, people will say, well, what is, what is the session going to be like? And I'll say, it depends because it really, whatever spirit gives me, we go with that. So if you need a Reiki session in the middle of a coaching session, because your energy is really off and bad, we'll do that. You know, we just do whatever we need to do. And I imagine you probably have the same kind of, I, I do, I do the same thing. I don't even look, I barely look at their name when we meet because it's literally, it's, it's like too much information. I already have stuff going through my head. So that's just superfluous. I had done a, um, a radio show. It was Atlanta. Uh, and it was like uncle Johnny and Celeste. And I kept focusing on his name, but her name kept coming up and I kept doing this over and over again, just writing down notes. What am I going to get? Cause I'm going to do a reading on the air. And it was supposed to be a 15 minutes uh, segment, but it ended up being 45 minutes. And, and, you know, we got to the reading and he was like, very polite. And he was like, yeah, yeah, none of this is resonating, but you know, we're going to cut to a commercial and we're going to come back with Tanya. And when we come back, he said, have you ever done a reading? And then the person you're reading, it doesn't resonate, but the person next to him, it does. And I said, yeah, I'm focusing on your name, but Celeste's name kept coming up. He was like, yeah, because she's sitting here nodding her head every time you're talking and telling me stuff because it's all about her. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you never know how you're going to get it, honestly. And it's, I think for me, that's the most fun. Like, you know, I can go in and be perturbed about whatever, you know, it's raining outside or, you know, they're late. And then the minute their energy comes into the picture and I'm like, oh, that's what this is going to be about. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, I said, it's, it's always different, you know, and it keeps it exciting, I think, every time you work with somebody new. And even working with repeat clients, I love because 
they come back to you, you know, you can see how they've progressed or grown. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure for you, especially with business, that's probably one of the biggest perks to getting to do what you do is yes. watching someone's transformation from a business that was kind of floundering and not doing very well to something that moves into a success. And I, I think, you know, that's how I feel with my clients and with my students. So when I see them, when they first walk into my room, they know no German. And by the time they leave, they're able to have conversations. And to me, that's like, oh, I had something to do with that. So. It's, it's a really good feeling, isn't it? It, is, it really it is. is a good feeling. That's, I think, the part that a lot of people don't get when we talk about if you have a career that is fulfilling to you, then it's not like working. And, you know, I tell yeah. people, I said that in the book that I wrote, I said, you know, if you have a job you love, you never work a day in your life. I'm like, well, you still have to work, but it just doesn't feel mm -hmm. like work because it just feels like you're in the flow. It feels like things flow easily to you. And when you're in a job that you just don't like and it's not fulfilling, it feels like work. It feels like it truly work. does. And it's like, that's one of the things about this situation that really, well, not really, but it's the most bumming thing for me is I meet my clients in person. And I get so many clients from around the world. And by the time we're done, it's like, there's a hug. And it's like, what a lovely gesture. I missed hugging people. <laughs> yeah. I know, I saw a meme on Facebook that said, check on the huggers, we're not okay. <laughs> it's true, and it's such a weird time, you know. It used to be a hugger or a handshaker, and now it's like, we can't do that ever again. It's like, oh no, it's not a good thing. No. They're going to get this sooner or later. So they're already in that trial test of, for the um, vaccine. So I think we're going to surprise ourselves. Back to normal because I know, yeah, this was a big lesson for all of us too, but it's, it will be nice to be able to not have to worry about it you know, and not have to wear a mask everywhere you go and not be able to hug people and not be able to see your family um, and not be able to sit in a school. <laughs> it, it's nice to see the kindness that came out of this though. There's a lot of pe people just being kind. And it's, I normally see that, yeah, I normally see that around the holiday season. All of a sudden people are just, you know, feeling Christian-like, you know, but it's nice to see people just being kind just for sake of being kind. I remember uh, when we shut down, you know, I don't cook anything. We literally don't cook anything. And I remember the next morning, I'm like, okay, the supermarkets are open. Maybe I'll find like coffee. And <laughs> I remember getting coffee and the amount of people that called out to me on the street, see, where'd you get that coffee? <laughs> it's just like a block away. <laughs> Yes, when you finally found toilet paper again and <laughs> oh, I, was, I was on vacation when the uh the shutdown happened in my state and we were freaking out and it was like everybody was like oh my god you're never gonna have toilet paper literally I think I got home the next morning I went to the supermarket and they had like a roll of 18 with a sign limited to two per person and I was like we're I'm I'm good <laughs> I never understand why people go crazy for the toilet paper. I'm like, that's the least of your worries. Yeah, or just hoarding in general. It's like, if we just realize, you know, if you take what you need, everybody will have enough. I don't really, 
I don't understand this serving myself over and above everyone else attitude anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's insane. I don't understand that. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. I really, really enjoyed talking to you. So did I. And your energy is so amazing. So if there are any people out there who are business owners or even just want to work with you because... I mean, obviously she has amazing gifts. How can they follow you or work with you? They can find me at Lauren St. Julian, uh, my website. And I love, and they can, uh, it's on my social media uh, pages, which I'll share with you. I love to connect. And all of her links to where you can find her will be in the show notes to this podcast. So you can click right on them. But I love your story about, so the name of her website is Lauren St. Julian. It's the name of your grandmother. Who, yeah. When you told that story about when you were a little girl and you heard your grandmother as your guide. So that was your grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that story too. Well, thank you so much for being here with me. You are more than welcome to come back anytime you want. This is well, such a great time. I truly enjoyed this and I had a lot of fun. So thank you so much for having me. So welcome. And I want to thank you guys for being with us today. And as always for following my podcast. So if you like this podcast, please subscribe, please leave a review from wherever you're listening. Would love some stars on iTunes. That helps me out so much or share it with anyone you think might like it. And if you want to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 630 central where I do a free card reading and I will pick a card for you if you show up for the live. Also, I post videos to IGTV, and I have free guided meditations and tappings on my YouTube channel. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaopen.com. There you can purchase my card deck, Divine Whispers. You can purchase my book, or you can book a session with me. You can purchase your session from the website and then contact me, and we will schedule it. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom. Thank you so much for being here with us. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.